This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. We do not need to travel too far to catch up with our community reporter in Toronto, Ontario. It's Elizabeth Moeller just down the street, although I suppose it's a long street if you really get down to it. Hey, good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Dave. Yes, it's a long street, but worth the travel to see you. How are you this morning? <laughs> I'm pretty good. I suppose that the uh, Don Valley Parkway constitutes as more than just a, a yeah. It's 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 a, just a really big, fast-moving street. Who's uh, getting technical? Why worry about these specificities, <laughs> Elizabeth? Let's start in the world of philanthropy and giving. You want to talk about the Because of Balance campaign, which starts on October the fifth. I have a sense of who's behind this, but you need to confirm to me the per. The organization behind this all. Yes, absolutely. So the Because of Balance campaign is a campaign that the organization Balance for Blind Adults has launched for I the knew past it. several years. Yes, surprise. So what is Balance? You may be wondering. It does not have to do with shoes or physiotherapy. Balance for Blind Adults provides rehabilitation services to adults living in the city of Toronto who have vision loss. And Balance supports clients wherever they're at to get wherever they're going using listening, empathy, and a range of programs and services. So Balance has orientation and mobility, assistive technology, community engagement, as well as a a whole plethora of group programs. And that's one of the really, really unique things about Balance is their group programming. One of the things that a lot of people give feedback on about this organization and why they love it is precisely what you identified, the group programming, the sense of community that it builds. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And, you know, I think just thinking about the importance of, of this fundraiser, it's it's not only raising funds, but it's raising awareness. I've heard the term friend raiser being thrown around, Dave. Oh, I don't know if that's one you've heard. No, but that's good. What, I like that. What's really beautiful is uh, clients have a chance to engage with this campaign and tell their story. Now, don't worry if you're thinking, I'm not a video person. Balance can help you set up your fundraising page and do a video, and you can tell your story about what balance has meant to you. Maybe you lost your sight and you wanted to learn how to read again, and you weren't sure how to use the technology. Or maybe you had a change in your vision and you weren't sure how you were going to continue working, and balance was there for you. Whatever your story is, this is a great opportunity to tell your story. And we know how powerful storytelling is. It's cathartic for the person who's telling their story, but it raises awareness. Maybe your friends and family don't know exactly how you get out every day and cross the street and get down to work or get to church or wherever you're going. Maybe they they know you get there, but they don't know how. So this is a really great opportunity to to showcase some of that. It's, It's probably embedded in the answer that you just gave, but how is approaching fundraising a little bit differently, like they're doing here, so critical and so essential at maybe garnering some attention and spreading the message even further? 
Absolutely. So again, I think that friend raising piece, you know, I think being able to share, share stories and share how clients are, are doing the great things that they're doing. But I think the peer to peer piece is really important. So, you know, you as a, as a user of balanced services can build your own fundraising page. You can send it out to your network, tell your customized story. So you're actually sharing with your peers. So again, it's raising awareness. I think a really, really key piece of this is the opportunity that, that you have to make a difference. So maybe these services have meant something big to you. You've been able to find community again. You joined a group and you learned the iPhone and you want to share those pride points, those moments of excitement and success. This is an opportunity to, to not just say, hey, give me a few bucks in my pocket, but an opportunity to tell a really powerful story. I'm a huge fan of storytelling. We know within the disability community how powerful lived experience is. And this is an opportunity to really put that to the test. Yeah, no doubt about that one. So folks do want to learn more. I'll give the email address, which is info at balancefba.org. And then surprise, surprise, the website, balancefba.org as well to learn more. And I'll give you one guess where those links are going after the show. It's Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. The blog. Ah, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I nailed it. (laughs) And and Dave, I don't know how good your trivia skills are, but there might be an event on the fifth of October that you want to check out to learn more about balance. It's all kinds of balance trivia. How did the organization start? What does balance stand for? Great questions. So (laughs) I don't know. Be competitive, Dave. I'm getting my my trivia my trivia team together. So maybe we'll see you there. I'm pretty good at trivia. I don't know how well I would do at balance trivia. I don't. That seems like it might be a little bit outside my range. I would have to spend some significant time on the FAQ page, the frequently asked questions page of the websites. But ami.ca slash now is our blog to uh, get these links to, uh, to balance for blind adults and the fundraiser. Elizabeth, speaking of fun, Nuit Blanche is coming back to Toronto on October the 1st. Goodness gracious, that is Saturday. What wow. themes, I know it's crazy, what, <laughs> the, what themes are taking place this year? Any new experiences for people to enjoy? Yes, uh, so the theme this year is the space between us. And I don't mean the Coldplay song, that actually is the theme. Oh, so really, I, was thinking really... about, I was thinking about the Dave Matthews song, but I guess oh. to each their own. Yeah, to each well, it's, it's okay. You know, Dave Matthews shares your name, so you have to have some loyalty there. But you know, this year the the theme is really bringing together art from the BIPOC community as well as different geographic regions within the city. So we're looking at downtown Toronto. We're looking at the east end of Toronto with the Scarborough Town Centre, out over Humber College into Etobicoke, so out my way. So really the idea is 150 exhibits and it's the idea is to showcase different types of art Different organizations are involved. So, you know, 401 Richmond, they've been involved for a number of years. This is actually the 16th Nuit Blanche. I didn't know that. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I didn't know this, but Nuit Blanche happens all over, not just in Toronto, although we're talking about the one in Toronto coming up October 1st. But when I was preparing for the show, this is actually a concept that's happened quite uh, quite um, all over the country. Yeah, I know, I forget when they do it in Montreal precisely, but they do a lot of stuff in Montreal around adding all kinds of beyond arts programming, little events here and there. They end up running the public transit, the metro, the subway all night to make sure that people can get to these things safely after a couple of uh, Montreal-related beverages. So there's a lot that goes on. I know they do it in Halifax. They do it all over the country, which is really, really cool. I was reading about one in Saskatoon too, so I had to to make sure that I was giving uh, Toronto information. So yes, (laughs) 
There's 100 over 150 exhibits this year, 16th year, really exciting, expanding. We know that not everybody lives near the downtown core. Um, organizations involved, like I said, 401 Richmond, and within that building, lots of different galleries are going to be involved. Artscape, which would Barnes is going to be involved. Uh, Centennial College is going to be involved this year. Humber College, York oh, University. Wow. wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you can see all of the organizations that are involved. Really great types of art too. So not just visual. Sometimes we think of these things and go, oh my goodness, is there going to be anything I can participate in? But uh, the Bentway's got some really great audio stuff uh, lined up this year, as does the Drake Hotel. Lots of performances. So it's very oh, inclusive. Wow. And if you're wanting to know more about accessibility and just how to plan your your night and your event, it starts at sunset and goes all the way to sunrise. I don't know. Maybe there should be a competition to see who can last all night. <laughs> there's a, there's a contact in the show notes for someone that you can uh, connect with around any accessibility related questions. Yeah, it's going to be Rachel Fender, but as opposed to reading out the whole thing, ami.ca slash now, ami.ca slash now for more information on that one. Elizabeth, I think my days of staying up till sunrise are probably behind me. Oh, you just got to get lots of coffee into you, and there will be cafes <laughs> open in the 401 Richmond building all night. Okay, I did look into that. All right, so, okay. You know, right. I don't know. I, I think th- you should try. I think the last <laughs> time I stayed up till sunrise, something else was involved a little stronger than oh, caffeine, okay. but we can't talk about that on the air. <laughs> we can't talk uh, about that on the air. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth, speaking of odd sleep schedules, though, you'd be very proud of me. I woke up at 2 a.m. today because I went to bed at 6 yesterday. My, my body clock's all off because of football. And I went to the gym at 2.30 in the Excellent. morning, Elizabeth. I biked 10 kilometers today to start the day. Well, I biked 10 kilometers on a stationary bike. That's incredible. That is really good. 2 a.m. Impressive I, dedication. I, I might not be able to run a triathlon like you with my bad knees, bad feet, bad hips, bad back, bad shoulder, etc. But I can certainly do a stationary bike by myself in the middle of the night. That's incredible. Uh, That's dedication, Dave. Do, doing my best, trying to catch up to Elizabeth so Moeller. You might, you, you, might, you might be able to stay up for Nui Blanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there an exercise bike that I can ride? Maybe that might yes. help. Just a little cardio Maybe in the middle of the, the night. Exhibits. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Elizabeth, thank you for this. We'll talk to you again in a couple weeks. Thanks, Dave. Great to talk to you, too. That's Elizabeth Moeller, community reporter in Toronto, Ontario, the center of the universe where we did not invent Nuit Blanche. And, of course, you can find out more, like I've mentioned a couple times during the segment, ami.ca slash now, ami.ca slash now. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.